Good morning, everybody. It's Sunday, October 6th. Week 7 of Indiana High School football wrapped up on Friday night. Starting off in the MEC Conference, Eastern Hancock came up with a big win versus Mineral Central by the score of 48-29. Mineral Central's quarterback, Jackson Allen, was 21 of 33, 174 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Joel Kennedy had 12 carries, 44 yards, one touchdown. Luke Jones, seven catches, 51 yards. Sam Viola had a receiving touchdown. And the big fellow, Logan Swallow, had a INT for a touchdown. The big fellow rumbling and stumbling for a touchdown. Congrats, Logan, on the big defensive lineman play there. Tinley won 61-34 over Westdale. Shenandoah continues to roll right along. Five straight wins now. They beat Northeastern by the score of 30-18. Eastern Hancock's 2-0 in the conference. Shenandoah's 1-0 in the conference. They'll meet next week. Now will pretty much decide the winner of the conference, most likely. Uh, but then Shenandoah will still play Monroe Central at the end of the year. In the TEC Conference, Lincoln 36, Union City 13, Centerville 27, Union County 14, Knightstown 35, Tri 14. Like we said earlier, Shenandoah won 30-18 versus Northeastern. Winchester continues to roll. They won 24-0. That's four straight for them. They're 5-2 on the year. Cole Campbell, 28 carries, 228 yards, two touchdowns. Braden Tippett had a rushing touchdown. Joe Anderson was recorded for four sacks, five tackles for a loss, seven tackles total there. And I caught up with Joe Anderson to kind of talk about the game and the season so far. Uh, the senior is a defensive end and a tight end for the Golden Falcons. I'm here with Winchester senior Joe Anderson. He plays tight end and defensive end for the Falcons. Thanks for calling, Joe. So, last night you had four sacks. That makes it eight on the season for you. Can you kind of tell me what's working for you on the defensive end right now? Uh, really, I just um, engage and use my speed to get around the tackles and guards because I'm definitely not as big as them. Like last night, I went up against 220 and 260, so I just really worked on getting around them with how quick I am. All right, so speed's definitely one of your uh, biggest qualities on the defensive side then? So you have 37 tackles, 15 of those for a loss. Uh, you also have 101 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Also look like you uh, have some passes on the season. Can you explain that? Uh, yeah, with um, Brayden Tippett being a good quarterback he is, with Coach Jones likes to run a little bit of the power, and then we run a power pass. And that really brings me open. Like last night I was open, but Tip overthrew me a little bit on that, but it's all right, we'll get it next week or next time we throw it. <laughs> There you go. Something to work on, right? Yeah. So, uh, when you look at your stats, it's kind of like you're a kind of do-it-all man. You're catching, you're passing, you're tackling, getting sacks. Um, obviously, you're blocking on run plays and stuff like that. Can you kind of talk about how it is kind of being able to do uh, four or five things in your game? Uh, I really just got to focus on everything I do in general. Like, for practices on defense, I got to focus on you know, hitting the man across from, uh, from me so my doctors behind me don't get clogged up and that kind of stuff. They can run the gaps. And then I got to, when I'm tight end, I got to stay on my blocks for Cole. So if he springs along, I want to go for a touchdown instead of getting tackled from behind because of my guy because I'm not staying on blocks. Speaking of Cole, can you kind of talk about what it's like for you and your offensive line buddies to be able to uh, block for one of the guys that's, you know, top five, top six in the state and rushing right now? Kind of what that what that means to you guys on the offensive line and his tight ends? Absolutely. 
absolutely. It's, it's definitely awesome. Like when, say, if there's two or three blocks that we know we get them and Cole's going to run for however many yards it is and go to the house, it's definitely nice to see him running it all the way down for a touchdown, knowing that we made like two or three blocks that really set him off to get it. It's definitely nice to see him running as quick as he is and outrun people. It's nice. Yeah, what you guys have been able to do and what Cole's been able to do these last few weeks, just incredible. I mean, you guys are averaging about 220 yards, you know, per game just with Cole. So, uh, unbelievable last few games for the Winchester Falcons. Uh, you guys have won four in a row. You're 5-2 and two on the season. Uh, you still got a chance to win the conference title. Uh, you're tied with Knightstown and Northeastern. Uh, they play each other on Friday night, so that'll help get rid of one of those. Uh, just two games left before the playoffs. Can you kind of talk about how you guys are feeling, um, what it's been like these last three, four weeks during this win streak for the Falcons? Yeah, it's definitely been awesome, but uh, Coach Jones and the head coaches are all really starting to put the pressure on us because we got to continue to have good weeks in practice and not just start getting a big head like some teams do, how they're playing like we are right now. So we're really just starting to focus up and get ready for Lincoln next week and then Union City after that and then going into the tournament strong. Yeah, no doubt about it. You guys got the rivalry game in a couple weeks, and then you'll go on the playoffs. So it'll be a tough few weeks for you guys to start getting ready for. I'm sure Coach Jones and Soltz and all of them will have you guys ready to go. Uh, it's hard to kind of keep focus when you're 15, 16, 17 years old, and you guys have won four in a row and start getting that confidence up. You don't want to get too high, but uh, it's also you want to make sure you enjoy it and uh, take it one game at a time. So yeah, absolutely. So can you kind of tell me last night what the game plan was for you guys on defense side of the ball? You only gave up 111 yards total to Hagerstown. Uh, Hagerstown usually one of the better teams in the TEC. This year they're down a little bit, but still really impressive to only give up 111 yards for the whole game. Just kind of tell us what, what you guys were uh, trying to do last night uh, to shut down the Hagerstown Tigers. Uh, well, on weak side with me and Parker Sheets, he's my weak side backer. Uh, sometimes we'll crash with me, and I'll go B-gap, and he'll stay outside with C, and that'll kind of confuse him on that. And then for strong side, I know we have Jillian Messina and Brayton Jenkins and James Horn, and they're all running different like um, schemes over there. One's like Tex, and there's crossfire for James and Jinx going in A-gap, and that kind of stuff. We're really just mixing it up and trying to confuse the offensive line for Hager's time and getting them our quick uh, linebackers on the no doubt seemed to be working last night there's no doubt about that uh so joe kind of tell me what do you what do you like most about uh football or 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 being a part of the falcons uh it's definitely the time commitment that we all put in on it like everyone you can tell we're all really like um committed to the football team and being a family and picking each other up when we picked up i had a i had a coach from another team tell me that on film uh, you guys look like you're one of the bigger teams in in the area. So what you guys have done in the weight room and the off-season work, it, it must be shown because people are starting to realize how big and fast you guys are. Yeah, it's nice. We were definitely putting in that work over the summer. You could really tell, especially now that the football season started and we're still lifting as heavy as we were in the summer. We're not, we're not stopping now. All right. Well, hey, um, I'm happy to see the Falcons on this win streak. Hopefully you guys can get these next two wins before playoff time and keep it rolling going into sectionals and uh, hopefully further on than that. So I appreciate your call, Joe. Uh, keep working hard and tell everyone to uh, keep giving it all they got. Yep, thank you. All right, man. Finish up your senior season, all right? Yep. That was senior Joe Anderson from the Golden Falcons. Uh, they're on a roll right now. 
Uh, Cole Campbell's one of the best running backs in the state. I uh, can't wait to see where he's at um, once all the stats are put in because he had another big game. So they're continuing to roll that offensive line. Uh, tight end group is doing a really good job for Cole Campbell and the Falcons. In the Metropolitan Conference, Ben Davis, 27, Carmel, 14. Trent Gibson had 18 carries, 159 yards, and one touchdown. And he also had 109 yards passing with one touchdown. Center Grove, 24, Pike, 21. Daniel Weems had one rushing touchdown to go along with his 130 yards on the ground. North Central, they're winning a lot lately. They won 17-6 versus Lawrence Central. Richard Hamilton had a receiving touchdown. Warren Central won 24-23. Great game versus Lawrence North. Warren Central stays at the top of the Metropolitan Conference. QB Kobe Moore, he had 118 passing, 141 rushing, three total touchdowns. So big game from the quarterback Kobe Moore. In the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, Avon 27, Westfield 24. Avon 7-0 in the season, 5-0 in the conference. They lead Brownsburg in the conference there. Brownsburg's 4-1, so... Someone's going to have to knock off Avon to help out Brownsburg. Brownsburg's offense continues just to roll, roll, roll. They won 54-14 over Zionsville. Donnie Marcus had 29, 229 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Ben Easters had 220 yards, four touchdowns. And Preston Terrell, eight receptions, 129 yards, three touchdowns. So great offensive performance from Brownsburg. Uh, they're just keep saying that they're just going to be really, really scary here in a couple weeks. Fishers, 23. Franklin Central, 0. Hamilton Southeastern, 35. Noblesville, 7. The quarterback for Hamilton Southeastern, Hobson, he had 203 yards passing, two touchdowns. He's had a really nice season so far this year for Hamilton Southeastern. In the Hoosier Heritage Conference, uh, Mount Vernon won 61-20 versus Newcastle. Yorktown won 42-6 versus Greenfield Central. Reed Neal had four total touchdowns. Pelton Heights upsets Delta 28-22. No one saw that coming. New Pal 63. Shelbyville 0. Max and Hook had a receiving touchdown. And your Mr. Football candidate, Charlie Spiegel, had six touchdowns on the night. He just continues to have a great career and a great season. Uh, Mr. Football is is uh, definitely one of the things that's on the list for him. Uh, I believe West Lafayette's quarterback Kyle Adams about the only one that can give him a shot, but uh, when you start reading all the media stuff, they're, they're giving to Charlie Spiegel, no doubt. So it's going to be interesting in the next couple weeks what happens there. Uh, New Pals 5-0 in the conference. Delta drops to 4-1 and now. Lapel 35, Heritage Christian 36. I got to watch the second half of that game. Man, it was a really good uh Good ending in that game. It was a pretty chippy, a little bit of little bit of extracurricular activities going on after the play, and uh, some uh, personal foul penalties going on there. So it was a really really good game, uh, but a lot of lot of dirty plays going on there toward the end. West Lafayette fifty eight, Lewis Cash twenty one. West Lafayette just continues to destroy people on the offensive side of the ball. Indianapolis Cathedral, 28, Louisville Trinity, 7. Great win for the Cathedral because Louisville Trinity's beat some of the better teams in Indiana this year. And I tell you, uh, it's just really, really good performance by by the uh, Cathedral there. Oren Edwards, quarterback for Cathedral, had four touchdowns. And I caught up with him earlier today. I am here. 
Roberts. Thanks for calling, Art. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. So you guys are the number three team in 5A. Uh, you guys play a tough schedule. Uh, half of your games are against teams not from Indiana, so a lot of people don't know anything about those type of teams. But you guys are putting together a really good season so far. Can you kind of talk about um, the schedule that you guys play and how you guys are feeling right now after last night's win? So, with the scheduling part, Cathedral in years past and currently, we always like to schedule the hardest teams so that the playoff run would be, you know, much easier. And so, with the out-of-state competition that we're playing, I think that gives us, we gives us competition every single week and it shows us what we're really made of. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like, last, last night's night game against Louisville Trinity, I believe they played Carmel earlier in the season, maybe someone else in the Indy area. So... Uh, you know, it's a really good test for the Indiana schools being able to play these uh, other out-of-state schools that are a lot better than some of the teams you're going to play in the playoffs. That's right. That's right. Louisville Trinity is a is a very good team. It's a powerhouse. You know, we saw that they beat Carmel the way they did. You know, Carmel has the pass of getting to state almost every year. Right. And we saw how they beat Warren Central. And, you know, Warren Central, that's another powerhouse in Indianapolis. So we, we knew what we were going to come into. We knew we needed a full game. And we just took it one play at a time. We were able to pull it out. Yeah, I knew they had played Carmel. I knew it was like 41-14. to 14. I couldn't think of the other school, so it was Warren Central. So, yeah, you guys definitely uh, knew what this team was capable of. You guys handled it great. Uh, you won 28-7. to 7. You had four touchdowns. Can you kind of talk about uh, the, your offense, how how things were flowing last night? And obviously, your defense played really, really well and giving up seven points to this team. Uh, just kind of, kind of talk about last night's game. Yes, I will. So, you know, I have to give all the credit to the defense in the beginning of the game, man. We had to start out strong. They got their turnovers. They were stopping them. You know, because uh, at the coin toss, Louisville Trinity, they uh, they won the toss that immediately elected to receive. And I kind of felt that as disrespectful because most of the time against good teams, you defer to the second half. Right. But I think they wanted to go ahead and score right off the bat because they didn't respect us. So when our defense got that first stop, we can't, our offense came out there very hot. We were already on fire. And then almost two plays later, we were in the end zone, 7-0. And then a couple plays later, they throw a pick. And we have another touchdown, 14-0. And we're eight minutes into the game. Yeah, just a really, really good defense performance from you guys. And then that just gives the offense good field position, good confidence. You're able to just go out there and do your thing. So, That's right. uh, like I said earlier, you, you had four touchdowns. You were 15 of 31, 228 yards. Uh, looked like you were uh, you were looking at Cam and Jordan a lot last night. He had a big game for you. Eight catches, 124 yards, three touchdowns. Can you kind of talk about you and Camden's hooking up last night? Yeah, Cam and Jordan's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Uh, he's, he's a very easy target because anywhere in his city, he's going to go get it. So, uh, his speed is he's lightning fast. So, we know if he's in open space, just get it to him. He'll be able to score a touchdown. I think last night, where we had a little connection, I think that's been happening all year. People haven't really been seeing it that much, but I knew, I knew coming into the season that he was going to be a dangerous weapon for us. Yeah, for sure. You were, uh, you guys were on it last night, no doubt about it. So last year, you were almost 60% completion percentage. Uh, you're near 2,400 yards passing, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions. This year, you're over 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns. You got 356 rushing yards uh, to go along with three touchdowns. Can you kind of tell me what you wanted to improve going from your junior year to this year, your senior year? Yep. So for my junior year, I feel like I had a very good year statistically 
but I wasn't excelling as a leader. So this year, that is what my goal has been, is being the leader of the offense. Last year, there were times where I was timid, or I wasn't really expressing how I really felt. But now I said, this is my team. People are going to do what I say. And so in the end, it's my job to win these games. Right. Yeah, I, really, I love hearing that. Uh, as a former quarterback, you like to hear uh, how you kind of improve your, your leadership skills because sometimes that can be more important than just the physical uh, part of it, especially when the schedule you guys play, the tough battles that you go through. Someone's got to be able to step it up and talk and say say what needs to be done. So last year, you were 6-6. Six and six. Uh, you lost in the sectional championship. This year, you're already 5-2. and two. So you guys are just uh, having a really good year, really improving. And I think that kind of starts with you and your leadership skills for the offense, no doubt about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you got Burbuff next week. They're loaded on defense with Division One talent. You got Center Grove to end the season, and then it's playoff time. So things that don't get any easier for you guys. Can you kind of talk about how you guys want to wrap up these next couple games and be playing your best ball going into the playoffs? Yep. So... We're, 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 no, we're looking at playoffs, but we're really just taking one game at a time. So our focus right now is for Buck. We know they have a very good linebacker with Jay Higgins as the Iowa commit. And then we have, they have Joe Strickland on the line. And, you know, he's going to be another Power 5 dude. So we haven't done much scouting yet, but we already know how they're going to be coming because after those seniors win against Trinity, they're going to want to do anything to, to knock us off because then technically they, they think they're better than Trinity if they can beat us, right? No doubt. So, that's what our focus is right now. It's just taking one game at a time, one play at a time. And if we go out there and do our job, I think we can come out with the win. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's going to be one game that everyone's going to be looking forward to. Can't wait to see what you do. Uh, before we end, before we end this, can you kind of talk about your recruiting situation? Uh, what's kind of been happening in the last few weeks, last couple months? Yeah. So recruiting has actually started to pick up a little bit again after taking up their first four games after a low a previous start. Um, a lot of colleges starting to reach back out. So right now, Indiana State is showing interest in um, all of the major D2 schools, along with a couple Ivy Leagues. But major, most of the D2 schools are showing the most love. And then along with the Power Fives, they mostly hit me up for um, preferred walk-ons and stuff like that. But I'm not really worried about the recruiting right now. Hopefully, I'll be after, after the season, everything will just fall into place. Yep, hopefully uh, you just be holding that trophy and then uh, that's when all the colleges start calling when you got that trophy in your hands. That's correct. Uh, so what can I, What are you kind of looking for in a college as far as the education part and the sports part? Does it matter if you stay in state? you kind of open for whatever? Yeah, I would say I'm, I'm very open. Um, in state or out of state, I, I, love, I love them both. So, but what I look for in a college is not only competitive football, but a good school that is going to set me up for life. You know, good. I see it, the, one of the biggest sayings is a four-year decision or a 40-year decision. So the school you're going to is going to be good for the next four years or the next 40 years. And so that's what I'm looking for in school. I want, I want a job out of college. I want to be successful in life. So along with football, I need to have good education. No doubt, man. Hey, you're a good dude. You got the right aspect, no doubt about it. Do you know what you want to um, study? You know, I, I'm actually a little bit undecided. I've been thinking pre-med for a while, but I decided to open up my options. So along with pre-med, I'm thinking broadcasting or marketing, something something along nice. that line. Nice. I always, I always tease everyone that the, the major part is the hardest decision, not, the college, not choosing which college. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Well, hey, Oren, I appreciate it, man. I wish you nothing but the luck. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. And I think you can play at any level in college football. So just go win a state championship and let all that play out later, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. No problem. I appreciate Oren Edwards coming on. Uh, great player, great kid. Can't wait to see what he does the rest of the year and uh, what happens as far as college. And let me tell you, these young men that uh, call in, they're, they're just so uh, smart. They're mature. Um, I enjoy these conversations a lot. And, uh, and him admitting that he had to step up his leadership skills from junior year to senior year, uh, just really, really mature by Warren Edwards. So yeah, good luck to him. Good luck to Cathedral. They're a really, really good team this year. Their schedule is just absolutely stacked. Four teams out of state. You know all those teams are good. And then the five teams they play in-state are, are really good too. Moving on to NCAA football. Friday night, uh, Cincinnati upset Central Florida. Central Florida is ranked number 18. So Cincinnati came up with a big win versus Central Florida. Uh, and then yesterday, Alabama and Clemson, they were off. Number three, Georgia won 43-14 to over Tennessee. Georgia was down 14-13. to Then they scored 30 unanswered points to win easily against Tennessee. Jake Fromm, 288 yards, two touchdowns. Number four, Ohio State continues to roll along. They won 34-10 over Michigan State. Justin Fields, 267 yards, three total touchdowns. He threw an interception. J.K. Dobbins, 172 yards, one touchdown. J.K. Dobbins continues to roll right along at that running back position. Number five, LSU won 42-6 over Utah State. LSU continues to dominate. Quarterback Joe Burrow, 344 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. First LSU quarterback to throw 300-plus yards, four straight games. So great start by Joe Burrow and LSU. Number six, Oklahoma, 45, Kansas, 20. Jalen Hurts had 284 total yards, four total touchdowns. Number 10, Florida, 24. Number seven, thir- number seven, Auburn, 13. So Florida with the big SEC win over Auburn. Auburn's quarterback, Bo Nix, he couldn't, he couldn't complete anything yesterday. He was just way off. That crowd was just loud. He, they just could not handle that noise there at Florida. And Florida's quarterback, he had a gutsy performance, and he leads them over Auburn. Number eight, Wisconsin, 48. Kent State, zero. Jonathan Taylor had four touchdowns rushing, 188 yards. He had 29 receiving yards and one touchdown. So five total touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor. He keeps trying to climb up the Heisman race. Number nine, Notre Dame, 52. Bowling Green, zero. Ian Book, 261 yards passing, five touchdowns. Number 11, Texas, 42. West Virginia, 31. Sam Ellinger, 256 total yards, four total touchdowns for Sam. Number 12, Penn State, 35. Purdue, seven. Injuries continue to hurt Purdue. One and four on the season. No conference wins yet. Tough, tough start by the Boilermakers. Number 13, Oregon, 17. Cal, 7. So Oregon with a tough, tough win over Cal. Number 19, Michigan, 10. Number 14, Iowa, 3. So Michigan with the win there, the Big Ten victory. Great defensive battle there, 10-3. Just don't see that very much in today's football. So Michigan gets the big Big conference win there. Number 15, Washington. They lose to Stanford 23-13. Big win for the Stanford. Number 16, Boise State 38, UNLV 13. Texas Tech upsets number 21, Oklahoma State, by the score of 45-35. Number 24, SMU wins 43-37 in three overtimes versus Tulsa. 
So that was a great game to end the night there. They're 6-0 for the first time since 1982. They were down 23-9 at halftime. So great comeback win by SMU. Ball State with the big road win, 27-20 over Northern Illinois. That's the first win versus Northern Illinois since 2008. Caleb Huntley had 157 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Ball State Cardinals go to 2-3 on the season, 1-0 in the conference. So big, big Mac win for the Ball State Cardinals. Chirp, chirp. NFL Week 5, I like the Titans, Vikings, Cardinals, and Browns. So we'll see what happens Week 5 of the NFL season. Good luck in fantasy football. Uh, that's your uh, recaps and scores and updates for high school, college, and uh, we'll give a little NFL uh, Wednesday night probably, try to wrap up that. And uh, Appreciate everyone listening. Thanks to Winchester's Joe Anderson and Cathedral's Oren Edwards for coming on, two seniors. Appreciate their time this weekend, and uh, we'll continue to keep rolling right along this football season. So thank you. Keep reaching out. Keep telling me what you want to hear. Uh, keep helping me out with stats and info from all over the Indy area, Randolph County, Muncie. Uh, just keep feeding me those stats and pictures, and I'll keep posting them on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page, TMOX uh, Sports Podcast. Uh, follow that along, and uh, I appreciate all your likes and comments. Have a good weekend, everybody. It's Sunday. Uh, Rest up, and let's get ready for the week.